I'm Aria Collins, and you're listening to Colored Lens, a podcast, a show, a space created to share successful yet colorful stories that don't allow us to be colorblind. So let's get it started. Before we get started with today's episode, this month's episode, I think it's important for you to just know that we here at Colored Lens, me, myself, Aria Collins, stand in full solidarity when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement, especially as a Afro-Caribbean girl myself who has the has this podcast to share different perspectives of things that occur in our culture and in the media world so it really hits close to home Uh, if you would like to hear my perspective a little bit more about everything that is going on i encourage you to check out my podcast blackout episode but in the meanwhile i hope you enjoy this conversation between me and a special friend talking about what's it like what it is like to be black millennial woman in media Enjoy. Today's episode, I wanted to chat about post-graduation, working in the media and entertainment industry, and to have a follow-up conversation to the part one series, How Do You Define Success? I have the perfect, perfect, perfect person here with me today to join the conversation. She's a longtime friend, literally, who shares, like, you could kind of say we have the same type of like passion and inspiration and things mm-hmm. when it comes to that from high school to college even graduated the same college her name is onika onika richards is a young woman who wears many many hats she works full-time in digital media with Akande nas and is also a part-time publicist she also has a youtube channel that focuses on career advice and her journey in the entertainment industry, which you should check out, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. So, Anika, how are you feeling today? Hi, Aria. Hello, I'm hello. so excited. As you know, we've been talking about this for a while. I love Colored Lens, and I am excited to be here. Zoom yes. quarantine yep, yep, podcast. Yep. Let's do it quarantine Let's edition. Talk. Right. We we were planning to do this like in person with a setup and everything, but for real you know things has happened and here we are but I'm glad we could still get us started so Mm -hmm. I want to talk about how it all started before we could really dive into the deep conversation on like your college experience and where you are today so I'm going to take it back just a little little bit my first question is how did you know you wanted to work in the entertainment industry hmm this is funny you asked that because I actually didn't consider this question until last year when I was applying for jobs. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. It's crazy to think about. And I've made it this far and I studied it in college. Um, but I realized it was because growing up, I was always around creatives, like my middle school. I went to a gifted and talented elementary school. I went to performing arts middle school and then I went to performing arts high school. So I was always around creatives, whether it be dancers, actors, singers, musicians. And I always I was always on the dance track in right. those schools, but I was never gonna was never gonna be a dancer. Interesting. I'm, right. I'm too fragile. Um, but I always try to figure out what was my niche and I'm I don't like attention. So surprisingly, I just wanted to adapt to behind the scenes, That's doing exactly. something behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of how I figured it out. And although the course of like what I thought I wanted to do mm-hmm. shifted, 
I knew it needed to be something creative, something fun, innovative. Right. I didn't see myself in scrubs. I didn't really see myself right. like in anything else. Honestly. Yeah, I feel okay. Yeah, same thing. It's so <laughs> crazy that it, it took you up until last year to even I know. like mm-hmm. think of that. So- <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. So, for yeah. me, well, yeah, for me, I did not go to a performing arts arts high school. You should have told them where. Let them know you're from Brooklyn. Like Oh, I'm from Brooklyn, yep, born and raised. Yep, um, yep. I went to Brooklyn know. High School of the Arts um, there we downtown go. Brooklyn. And I studied dance. So nice, that was great. Nice. Yeah. And I think for me, I don't know. When I first like how did you know? I, I gave my I actually that question and I'm like, wait, how did I know? Yeah, how did you know? Miss Collins. Oh my gosh, how did I? Well, it's kind of cheesy, but I think I probably talked a little bit about it in the past. But long story short, when I was making my first like move to the United States, I wasn't in school and I spent a lot of time like just watching because it was like mid semester watching television. And one of my favorite shows, as cheesy as it is, Love Drake is Degrassi. And I was watching, yeah, and I was watching Degrassi a lot. And like, I just wanted to know who's doing what like who's the actor like they're obviously it's not their real life who's the actors how do they get that type of job what are they doing how many people like I just wanted to know like how tv actually works and it was since then like mm-hmm. I kind of just got into behind the scenes and same thing as me like I don't really mm-hmm. like to be in a spotlight says a girl right. with a podcast maybe that's why I have a podcast <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't really like it but I feel like that's why we need a behind the scenes kind of roles right mm-hmm. So what was right. the first role you thought you ever wanted to be? So in contrary to what mm-hmm. I just said about not liking attention, I actually wanted to be a news reporter because Ooh. or an entertainment host. So like a little E! News, You can CBS. still do it. No. Um, <laughs> I really just, I think that's where I started because I didn't know about producing. I didn't know about directing. I didn't know about being a publicist right. it's just like similar to you we had so much questions over these things that we loved but until you really start in inve- and you know in high school it's only so much investment you can do right because you learn with age exactly so until you start developing and knowing um the different paths you can take within an industry and it's like this with any industry I'm sure right. then you start to find your niche so from yeah. a news reporter it went to a film director. It went to a documentarian. And I guess now it's at a publicist. Right. Um, maybe. So, you know, that's it's it's been a journey. Yeah, and I think yeah. you what I wanted to ask, like you answered it perfectly. The whole point mm-hmm. is that you didn't even realize so many positions even existed right. in the media industry. Like for me, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I want to be a producer because that's the only thing I researched. And I'm like, okay, the producers want to does that. And I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. the producer deals with a lot of money. Maybe I don't want to be a producer. Yeah. But like you didn't know all these things exist. And I feel like so many people don't realize that there is so many things they can be and still work mm-hmm. in entertainment. I mean, you could right. be in in an analyst and like data and mm-hmm. you can still be working for entertainment. They don't You can talk. be in finance. Right. In finance. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's so I, yeah. And it just goes to show how many times these like it's okay to change your mind. Like that I think that's the human thing about it. That's part of mm-hmm. growing up. That's part of learning. That's part of like just living. Like you don't have to have this one Not shot all. like I am going to be the next CNN reporter mm-hmm. and 
that is that. And if that don't that happen, then yes. da, 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 da. like that should not be the case. Like think of how much times I came to you in college with a, some struggle story. Aria, I, I think I'm going <laughs> to switch my makeup. Aria, I don't know. But you Aria did though. Did. But you did. I did. I yep. did do it. Yep. Let me you tell did. you how Aria was my backbone. Oh my she God. was my friend with the common sense. <laughs> you know, you have different types of friends. I mean, yep. my friends are small. Like me and Aria was always aligned. Always. That's, that's no, that's for true. Like, yeah. it's not like say you have different type of friends because we have different type of friends, but it's like you have that yeah. one friend when it comes to certain situations that is like, Help, mm-hmm. what should I do? Even we were in LA together. That's another oh my god. Oh my, another yeah. story. Like just uh, oh my yeah. god. Okay. And my next question to that is like, so I think we're both agreeing that the title then of what you wanna be, I feel like who you wanna be doesn't even matter, right? Mm, huh. Or yeah. does it? Or no. does it matter? Well, like, okay. Title matter. Let's talk about it. I think being millennials well let me speak for myself i think we all want to have some sense of ownership you can speak for if that makes sense okay yeah, millennials yeah, yeah you know a lot of people are becoming entrepreneurs right you know businesses i think it's safe to say i would want to be a ceo ceo or a coo or a cmo right or a cfo but i don't want to be i was, I was like name. i was just about to say that <laughs> so like I do have this dream of being a CEO, whether it be for a company or for my own company. But I also like the title executive. Right. Oh my god. I like, you know, it it it's more. It's more than just being a publicist. It's like it's almost like you've made it's like confirmation you've made it. Mm-hmm. Not saying if you're not a title. Right. 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 Not saying title signifies your worth. But I'm going to just say, I would like to get there. Okay. Okay. I hear you. And I think for now that I'm, now that we're two years post-grad, the reason for this conversation, Mm -hmm. I've always, I I just keep having this question in my head. Like, does titles even matter? Because same thing for you. I would love to be the CEO of a specific company or be the, mm-hmm. the V even gets in like the VP level. Like yeah, I feel like right, as I'm sitting right. back in my own office, Aria Collins, VP of blah, 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 whatever yeah. I go with, and then SVP, EVP. Like I would love that. Mm-hmm. But is it college that really trained me for this corporate ladder mindset? Mm-hmm. Because once I got out, I started realizing like, it's not necessarily the title anymore but is what is giving me joy with what I'm actually doing. Like, I Mm. mean, I have a great joy doing colored lens and colored lens doesn't even have a full team for me. I mean, I am the CEO. I mean, technically, you know, right, right. But it's not like, (laughs) it's not like a company like Viacom, BET, like, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, is it a millennial thing too? I don't know. It is because I don't think my parents that wasn't what I was taught to dream. But I mean, granted, that's a whole nother story. But Mm. I felt like growing up, even just looking at myself from middle school to now, I felt like people always looked at me. I got like most likely to succeed or whatever and stuff like that. Right. But I was always looked at, yes, I was looked at as that kid who would make it. Right. But sometimes you would speak and you sometimes didn't feel like everyone felt what you felt in yourself right and that's one point you don't have to look for validation 
from anyone else but i never thought of like oh i could possibly be a ceo one day now i'm looking to post two years post-grad and granted i'm still in an entry-level position right but it's like sometimes the vision becomes clearer right you're starting to you're in the space so you can start to that's true so I want to I want to talk about that too but you brought up a good point feeling like Mm -hmm. in the eyes of the person that's going to make it how do you how do you honestly feel about that even today on Facebook like I was doing this thing where I don't know I shared something well I don't I don't want to go find it it's gonna take too long but basically it was like (laughs) you share it on your profile and people have to comment when you visit my profile like what do you think about me like i'm trying to see if i can pull it up real quick mm, let me tell you and, what everyone said about aria right oh and my god hard working and that's my point and it's like so how Crazy. do you but if you posted it they would say those exact same qualities about you too mm-hmm. like, even if you go on onika's instagram page, oh my god she'll share all her information like mm-hmm. she will we get that same vibe but how do you feel being that make it kid or it just doesn't matter because it's mm-hmm. just it's just kind of you like for me it's like it's a part of me but then it's like oh my gosh so many mm-hmm. eyes are on me right and I mean I feel like so let's like let's be honest Ari I come to you we were just talking about an issue prior to this conversation right right, right. I know I'm human and I have a really great support system of friends mm-hmm. who know I'm not perfect like there if there's ever a time I feel a little low in my career like Instagram may say one thing and that's not saying I'm putting on a front for Instagram right. in any way because I don't do that. But my friends know the inner thoughts. Exactly. The inner exactly. That, oh, I didn't want to take this job because of X, Y, Z. And should I do right. this? And how do I right. approach my also boss? just so, not other people's business besides your friends. Period. Or your family. Exactly. Like, yep. So there's this pressure, but I mean, there's also a watch face culture. Right. That's people true. People watch face. But I know like there's a solid like 12 I mean people might think 12 is a lot but I mean I was blessed enough with really good friends mm-hmm. there's a side like 12 people I know like I've called like nine of my friends today to oh talk about God. what I was talking to you about oh my so god I, I love that. that I have a support system right. that can trust and has the best thoughts for me so the pressure exactly. is like it's there, but it's not because none of my friends are waiting for me to fail. And if I do fail, they're going to pick me back up. That's right. So, That's yep. That's a good yeah. point. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Just wanted to share it from your end. So let's go <laughs> back to that whole, I didn't want to go off track, but I really wanted to bring it up. So let's go back to the mm-hmm. track of like um, our college education when it comes to, does that job title matter for what it is you want to do? Hmm. Meaning, like, does what you study or does going to college matter for, like, yeah. what you want to do? Yeah, we can start mm. up there. Does going to college matter for what you really want to do? Do you need that education to um, to do what you want to do to define success? I mean, for me, ooh. yes, you need, in our industry then, because, yes, you need that education if you want to be. I said that in the first part. If you want to be a doctor, mm-hmm. a lawyer, da 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 you just right. got to go. You, that's right. how society created it you got to do it mm-hmm. but for our industry looking back maybe you, i don't know if you yeah. want to talk i don't know if you want to talk about your experience first but looking back do you feel as mm-hmm. though you needed that education or maybe we could talk about like Ooh. the pros and cons of the college education because i feel like as mm. women of color you know we got a blessing to even go to these schools but did we really right. i don't know 
Oh, see, Ari is hitting us with the I good, quite the good content. <laughs> um, summary on my experience is pretty simple. It's not simple, but it's pretty simple. Hmm. I went in to study journalism. I left studying documentary film. That's not by simple. the end of me. <laughs> it, it's not as simple as 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 I make it seem. At the end of me even studying documentary film, I kind of knew that's what I didn't want to do. Not because I don't like documentary films, but because you grow and you build in different passions. I think it was a little bit of our LA experience right. that made me realize that. It was a little bit of maybe me getting scared about jobs, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. As for education, I value education. I I love school. I've always been that friend who just loves school. I love learning. I love being a student. Yeah. You so, you get so much things when you're a student. You get so much leeway. You're not done with school. Did you, you applied. Are you going somewhere? What? Are you getting your master's? Um, I did apply. I didn't finish the application. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to go back. I, I, I know it. You'll be back. Uh, okay. All right. So yeah. you're okay. So you're agreeing that. For you personally, you love school, but for our industry, if you wanted to be, um, let's say, I don't know what position I'm going to say. If you want to be a, a director, like the same way we were like, oh, I thought I wanted to be a producer. I thought I wanted to be this. I thought mm-hmm. I wanted to be that. If you want to be a director right now, do you feel like you need to go get that Bachelor of Arts or Bachelor of Science or assist, associate or something? Or do you feel like you could just um, go about it? I'm going to say yes and no, but mm. it depends on who you are. Mm. Okay. Luca Richards from Brooklyn with the Caribbean parents, immigrant parents I have, I couldn't do it. Right. Do That's it. also true. I didn't, have okay. a, I didn't have the resources. I didn't know the right people. Right. I didn't know how to build into my creativity. Right. I had to be exposed to an environment that taught me to think right. cin- cinematically, artistically, to learn history and theory, which is what I liked about my major. Does John, whose dad works at CBS, need it? I literally wrote down the word resources. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know. You see that now we're touching two different territories. But to summarize what I think Ithaca gave me was a network. Right. It gave me, in a way, a support system. I got yep. friends from Ithaca. Exactly. I got professors from Ithaca. And I don't think, I'm not saying I wouldn't have got that at any other college. Right. But I needed that for, from 2014 to 2018, that's what I needed. It's so, like we're giving a shout out to Ithaca. You no. Know, right. Um, <laughs> drop some money off my student loan. Right. This is like a free sponsorship. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. <laughs> I agree. I agree with everything you're saying, especially resources. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that one. For me, when I was thinking of, like, the pros and cons of if you need a college education degree for our industry specifically, the pros I wrote down, I was like, okay, well, networking, because you just mm-hmm. probably don't really get those connections that we got. But at the same time, mm-hmm. we're living in such a digital and media heavy world that you probably don't need that system of school to do what you want to do but yeah my parents is caribbean straight immigrants all of that jazz they never forced Mm -hmm. me to go to school but like i just it was the norm for me like i it was the norm that i was going to college like i didn't think twice i didn't think twice about it yeah you know and 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 that's not gonna be like that for everyone exactly and i think also Mm -hmm. too like college is 
another pro is that college is an experience that's more than just outside the classroom. So yeah, you could probably sit and get a few. You can get the tutorials. You can contact mm-hmm. people. You can use LinkedIn Learning. You could do all that jazz if you want to do what you want to do. But then there is something about that experience that I think... I don't know. Like, it almost brings you out with, I don't know. You're, like, born again. Yeah. Maybe I'm dragging it. My confidence. No, you're not. My confidence built so much. Right. From leaving college. I feel so much more confident. Your education is something no one can take from you, as corny or cliche more as that sound. Um, And I never want to have, like, the I'm better than you because I went to school. Right. But because there's nothing wrong with going to school. I have two brothers who both didn't finish. My little brother started one semester and decided he didn't want to finish. And my older brother never finished. There's nothing wrong with that. Our parents don't treat us any differently. That's true. But the thing is, I know there's things I learned in college that makes me think differently than they may. Yes. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with what they think. But for me, that built my confidence. That built my the way I could approach certain situations the way I could negotiate the way I can reach out to people because you know you got these skills from the classroom or from being in the environment yeah Yeah. that's true and of course (laughs) like I think another plus of education is being affiliated with the school like I mean, mm-hmm. the college is evidently a good school. So sometimes they right. it and you're like, oh, I went to Ithaca, but I graduated yeah. 1998. And they're like, oh, but I went. And like now they're willing to help you. Exactly. So I think yeah. I, it's, it's all about it's not necessarily that piece of paper, but it's more the experience that you get out of it. And I mean, mm-hmm. on my cons list, of course, I want I talked about like the cost. You know, uh, yes, 100%. If Mm -hmm. that's a huge factor or like a risk that's just not for you, Mm -hmm. then cost very important. Mental health, too. Mental health, sometimes certain people it takes a toll being away from home, or maybe you have things going on at home and you can't Mm -hmm. focus. Mm -hmm. I was very thankful I got through four years of clarity where I I thank God for that every day because you know, Mm -hmm. when my brother, older brother situation, he felt like in his in that time when he was in college there was things going on in our household that he couldn't focus on like with my little brother Mm -hmm. and I was just very thankful like you know because with with the cause being away from home and not being when people provide for their families so now they feel like yeah now they feel going away is a burden like you know yeah so there's a lot of cons um finding yourself you can also get caught up Yep, in college, you get very caught up in, in the wrong I'm thing. I'm just trying so, to keep up. Mm-hmm. All yeah, that. you could realize it's not for you. There's a lot yep. of cons, but I would confidently say, in my opinion, guys, I think the pros outweigh the cons. cons. I agree. Yeah, I agree, and I think I don't want to call this a pro or a con. Like I need the perfect like in between, but I think mm-hmm. for some people who might regret how much they spent in college or regret going to college or whatever or whatever the case may be or feel like it just I don't know maybe it was just a waste of my time Uh, was it maybe because you were limiting yourself I feel like if you don't take if you don't take full advantage of what you're there for could you then go back and regret it I think so. Yeah, I think if you're leaving college with no internships, no solid network, what did you do? Exactly. Like now you're waiting, you're struggling. Like, oh, I don't have a job. Not to sound negative. No, uh, yeah. You have to set yourself yeah. up 
in a certain way. It doesn't matter the type of internship. So you don't have, if you don't even do internships, be involved. Do something. You know? Exactly. But you can't leave and just expect to have Ithaca College 3.8. Right. Just and no experience. It's more than just going to class. It's okay to fail yeah. a class. It's okay to almost fail a yeah. class. Like we both had that. Yep, I, <laughs> it was oh my god that was some monkey class biological anthropology that was the first d i saw in my life but i got it to be like commercial law <laughs> and i got a and yep. it stayed as a d oh my and d, does it bother you now does that d bother you now hell no look at that nope Get no let me stop i'm not team c's get degrees but it's c's do. when needed c's get degrees. here i am <laughs> everything was not a c oh please onika goodbye you are <sighs> oh i'm weak oh my god but yep so then would you say an education determines success no okay With all that being said i would say no um i think it could help open a door yeah. for success um but i think some people can find success on their own i like if that you're smart if you have the determination if you're willing enough if you seek out what's around right. you enough, i think you can be successful like i mean people are selling all types of things doing all type of things right. it may be perfection on instagram but you know some people are seeing their version of success mm-hmm. in what they're doing and yeah. i don't think anyone's version of success looks the same way so if your success is 60k a year and you're doing something that makes you very happy, boom, there you go. But my success, it, it is a college education. It is climbing corporate for a little while, still doing my own thing. And people probably might look at me and be like, why do you want to work for somebody? So I just think you don't need an education to be successful. Some people want to just be like a chef and they're naturally good at it. And they're very successful at it. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So I... I personally don't think it matters, mm. um, but I just come from like an like similar to you. It just seemed like the right next step. I it's like, like you're 18 and you're done college. I mean, high school is kind of just like college. Yeah, like like I didn't think about anything right, else. Right, right, exactly. Masters. So that's personally why. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all couldn't see for those listening to the podcast episode and not the video version. Y'all can't see how I was snapping the whole time Onika was talking because. I was just like, I mean, you nailed it. You, you can't really oh, yeah. hear my snap now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I love that you called education as a as a as a way that it just opens the door. It doesn't determine success. Mm-hmm. Just mentioned if you mm-hmm. went to school and you didn't do squat and you realize like, oh, but I got a degree. Right. Because you yeah. probably didn't do squat. But you don't Nothing. necessarily need that degree for success. And then At it also all. still goes back to how do you define success for you success mm-hmm. could be a specific amount of money and a specific type mm-hmm. of item and if you got right. it, like you achieve success or for you it could just be something it could be a hundred percent different you nailed it like mm-hmm. oh. yeah oh my god and i want everyone listening or watching to really think that because yeah. i think in this age we're so busy comparing ourselves yeah. i've been there i think like i'm not gonna lie and yep. What people are probably looking at me and Aria like, oh my god, NBC, Condé Nast, they're so successful. And yes, we are doing good for ourselves and we should pat ourselves on the back. But so what if you're not doing what we're doing? It doesn't matter. No, like it literally does not matter. People don't come up to me and be like, 
oh my gosh, you're not successful. Bye. Yeah. Of course you want friends around you who's ambitious. Of course. You know? Yeah, of course. But like we're on different paths and, that's and okay. journeys. And it takes longer for some some yeah. people are in going to med school. Right. You know? They, they're gonna they have another eight years to go. Like that's so true. that's that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I love you brought up such a good point. We live in a world where we're just naturally starting to compare. I mean, you, you wake up in the morning and you're scrolling, you go to bed yeah. and you're scrolling. You might naturally compare mm-hmm. at what this person is doing. Like, damn, that person been eating healthy all week. Like, I really need to start mm-hmm. eating healthy. Or like, oh my gosh, look at this girl's business. Like, it looks like it's Starts getting toxic. So well, da, 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 da. And like, mm-hmm. you can naturally start to compare. But the biggest thing to always remember that the only competition is always yourself did you do better than yep. you did yesterday good then mm-hmm. tap yourself on the back it's okay right and i'm i've right. really recently started teaching myself that i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. i feel like when i just started off college i was very quick to compare like Mm-hmm. Like what? Oh, like oh my gosh! This I can't remember their names. I'm not gonna use their names, of course. And they're still, <laughs> I still look up to them as like oh my gosh, you're doing yeah, well. Course, but I look to course. them like oh well, uh, what are they doing? Like I gotta do this. I gotta do this. Yeah. Like that. And in a sense that maybe it helped me because I looked up to them and mm-hmm. I knew that I needed, I wanted to get that done. But I wasn't looking with right. like envy or jealousy it was more like mm-hmm. did that, you did that how because i'm trying to do that right 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 exactly and that's how that's we should look at that when you're self comparing don't look like mm-hmm. oh my god but her life is so much better than mine no yeah that's toxic i'm, I'm glad i have i don't i i'm glad i could positively say yes. i've never wanted to be that's like good. anyone else not even a bring up a good point like in your teens mm-hmm. not even a celebrity celebrity um, my idol is Michelle Obama. Okay, so. all right. <laughs> like anything Michelle do, I do. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like Michelle's path is even different than mine. Right. I don't. I'm not touching politics exactly, and and neither is my husband or future husband. So, our paths automatically right there and then is different. I don't have to keep a certain level of class or like you know go down politics and be right. all serious exactly i know exactly. i learn a lot of different ways right. so yeah yeah anything she do i be watching face i watch michelle obama it's me face. with shady baby i mean not too oh much but <laughs> i love that little oh. she's my idol forget shady michelle my my oh my idol. gosh shady baby's my favorite baby i'm going off track that but is. i had to tell you all that oh my gosh yeah so so post okay so we're two years post grad now what mm-hmm. we talked about we we've Ooh. decided that it's okay education doesn't necessarily does mm-hmm. not education does not define your success point blank period you get that education it's if you not. want to open the door for success i love that mm-hmm. we're just gonna leave it as mm-hmm. as that what you want to mm-hmm. do if you but the question is do you feel like if you switch switch what you want to do real quick if you switch what you want to do like you change your mind do you have to go back to school? Mm-hmm. I didn't study business. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I was about to say, wait, we're the perfect <laughs> examples. Grant and mine was a little more closely related than right. you being in like ad sales. But right. No, I think we're the perfect example. And we could talk about, I'm sure that'll come up later in the now two yep. years post yep. But um, no, we're the perfect example. Exactly. Like, that you don't have to. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll leave it as that. Okay, two years post grad, we're still considered recent grads, right? Yeah, I would okay. say so. Okay, so we're not 
Like I'm seeing people graduating. Also, shout out, congratulations to all 2020 yes, grads. Congrats. Keep your heads yep. up. You guys are gonna soar. That's right. Take a few pictures. Yes. Enjoy. Yes. And every year the picture qualities are getting better. And I'm just like, oh my mm-hmm. god. Right. I'm like, should I go back in my cafe? I, I was really stuff? thinking that. It, you could, you know, you could. You can as long just as to be able to see it in the past. Exactly. The and now might be let me stop, but <laughs> let me let's not get any ideas but i thought about it before not this year i thought mm-hmm. about it like last year don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but okay so we are still considered recent grads we're not that old we're not old we are pretty young mm-hmm. how has that's a very broad question but i'm gonna ask like how has been your journey i guess <laughs> i guess we could take it by year how's been your okay. journey two years post-grad now what like i'm starting yeah okay what oh yeah I'll plug myself real quick on the podcast. I actually did a video about this um, on my YouTube. She did. She um, did. Yeah, I, I did. It was a very, but it's crazy because even in that time period, it's so much different from now. Wow. To quickly summarize, just full transparency, when I graduated in May 2018, I stayed up at college and I continued to work at Hilton, the hotel. Mm-hmm. Did that for about two months. It just felt easy, you know. Mm-hmm. It was a nice time to spend summer in Ithaca. It was beautiful. It was a job I was comfortable with, whatever. Um, after coming back home in July, I started feeling myself, like, get stressed. Not necessarily because I wasn't in my career yet, but more, like, for money. I was just yeah. like, I'm somebody who I like to work. Yeah, right. So I took a job at Luke's Lobster. Um, in near Brooklyn Bridge Park. Now, looking back at that situation, and I touched on this in my video, I was so unhappy. In the job was not a bad job. Right. What made me so miserable was I didn't feel like I belonged there after getting this prestigious right. degree. I was like, "Why am I here?" Right. I won't elongate that. If you want to check out that video, go do that. Postgraduate depression talked about it um from there i did land a job at mtv vh1 in september so now we're talking from may to september that's not that bad it's not that bad it could have been worse Mm -hmm. um taking that job though i did know it was temporary and Mm -hmm. it was a production job now remember i studied documentary film production and i wanted to get into pr Never took a to PR not get class. too much into never never took a PR <laughs> class. Don't even didn't even know what a press barely knew what a press release was. Um, to not get so much so much in detail or caught up because it's like literally two years to recap. Mm-hmm. Um, I was blessed enough to receive uh my first PR opportunity. Yeah. Now I should mention while I was at MTV, I did get to work the BT yes. red carpet like the hip hop awards and the. Black Girls Rock, and I did get to work the International Emmys. That started to become like the PR experience. I'm putting quotes for those. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't see me. It was more like press escorting, but I had never sit down and looked at the traditional way PR worked. Right. Okay. All right. Boom. Was blessed enough to finesse that on my resume along with all the other great experiences I had. And I got a PR job. Long story short, started in January, quit in June. Now, this is 2019, right? So we're like, hold that thought. We'll be right back. Your sponsorship message will be perfect right here. If you're interested, contact me on my website, www.colored-lens.com or on social media at Colored Lens Pod.
and we're back. Yes. So um, I started in January and I ended that job in June. Now, you know, we don't have to get into the necessarily specifics of what that job entailed or why I may have quit. No. Aria knows. And I'm sipping my water. Mm -hmm. But, you know, after I quit that um, in June, I didn't have anything lined up, which I would say is a risk that I can't take because now I'm getting an adult, becoming an adult with like real life bills and Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, But, you know, back then... I could kind of make that decision and I was unemployed until October and that is full transparency. So I don't want to say unemployed as in I was sitting at home doing nothing. I did also do the BET awards. Mm -hmm. I did a couple production gigs around New York. So you were freelancing. Yeah, I was freelancing. That's the perfect way to put it. I would say on average, I was getting at least, let's say there's 30 days in the month. I was working Mm -hmm. at least at least 15 days, at least like okay. 13, 15 days, just picking up little gigs here and there. And then eventually all right. I ended my, that's all through like, in. I was also interviewing and like doing a lot of interviews during that time. None of them mm-hmm. ended up working out. And then I eventually landed my job at Condé in October. Ooh. Yeah. So now <laughs> from October um, until if we want to go technical till May 18th, 2020, which was last week. Um, that's been two years post grad, and oh, I didn't even. I was like, "What date was that?" Oh, right. Snap. Um, you think of everything I've just said, like, okay, Luke's Lobster, um, MTV slash VH1, um, right, right, a lot. Fourth, we can technically say we're on my second big girl job because with the MTV one, I knew it was temporary. Okay. It's not to describe it because I was a former intern, hey. and that's why yeah. I had a easy her way in and it was a valid job it just right. wasn't what I was going to be doing and it happened to be a contract so right. you know technically it's been four jobs post-grad lobster and four jobs two first, years four jobs two years and I thought the third job at the firm was going to be my two-year at least job and it didn't happen and so that's okay it's okay because what I've learned in two years is that your life is constantly evolving. You're you're evolving. The people around you are evolving, and your interests evolve. And yep. you start to figure out what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So not only am I working at Condé Nast, I'm also freelancing in publicity. So although nice. I do want to work in PR, people always say, "Why would you quit a PR job if you wanted to? If you still want to be that PR, yeah, mind your business." No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a whole other story. I actually made a video about it. I just never posted it. Um, we're waiting. I know. I'll drop it. I'll drop okay. it. Okay. Well, you're gonna have to subscribe so you can yep. keep up with that story. Then, yeah. and there we go. Yeah. So even yeah. though I'm not doing PR at Condé. Right. I am still doing it in a way that actually works better. Right. And I think, I mean, this is why I brought you on because our stories are similar yet so different. Mm-hmm. I think you went about your route so different than how I went about my post-grad route. But we're kind of at the same time going through that similar experiences. Because for me, I jumped right into a program you because... Did. The first thing I, the first thing I might, I was looking for jobs senior year of school, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't really working out. Like, 
it's it hard, you, it's hard it's straight up hard and when you apply hard. to a job it's more than just an application like now that I'm in the system I'm learning so much more mm-hmm. than when I was on the back end so everything happens for a reason but senior yep. year fast forward was applying for things and I just felt like it wasn't really working out yeah I'm looking at these things I thought my resume was good I have good internship experience but it just wasn't working out so mm-hmm. I started to look into programs because I knew I knew I still don't think I want to go back into school but I knew mm-hmm. I, I wanted to maybe spend a year of my life feeling like I'm still learning every day. So a program mm-hmm. just felt like the right angle for me. So I did the page program. Um, that's a whole different story for a whole different day. But overall, mm-hmm. I, would say I, I would say I enjoyed it, but it made me realize like a year of my life went by and I didn't even see it. Mm-hmm. That year went it wasn't. It went so quick that I kind of feel like my post-graduation experience is just happening. Mm. Like I'm just starting to like That's put things together and realize what I want and how I want to go about it because the program just great experience highly recommend I'm not saying anything bad about the program I love the program but because you are in a program it's like if you're in school like you're doing what yep. you're there to do and you're having mm-hmm. a good time doing it but it's like okay wait let me take a step back and really figure out what it is I want to do and sometimes that's hard because I got to pay bills. I got to eat. I don't have that privilege and luxury like some other people who Mm -hmm. can take their time to figure out what they want to do. Don't worry, Mm -hmm. honey. Take your time. I'll pay your rent for you in New York City. Don't worry. You know, like I don't have that luxury. Mm -hmm. I can't just sit and be like, nope, I'm I'm waiting until I'm waiting until I find something I want to do. So, yes, I always tell people the position I am in right now is not my I don't I don't even want to use the word dream. I don't want to say it's not my ideal position because I do it. I do enjoy it. But it's not what I want to do. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. Even yeah. my boss knows that. Yeah, he knows like, he, he, he knew from yep, he knew from day one. It's like that's not really what I want to do. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the program contract was clicking, time was ticking, tick, 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 tick. And a girl needed a job. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that I still got it a got a job in my industry and within the company I've already been a part of, which to Mm -hmm. me, that is my person, which to me, that's successful to me. I will pat myself on the back. My end goal. No, Mm -hmm. I don't trap me in that. Don't trap. Some people think you're trap. If you comfy, you comfy. I'm not comfy. I'm still trying to keep going. Mm -hmm. So now I'm really getting these things like, okay, so what is it now that you are not in a program, but you had that good time to just, I was living my best life in 2019. That's probably why I had to get all my finances together. But that's a different topic. But, a different topic. but now that I've finished living my best post-grad life, mm-hmm. now I'm starting to feel the emotions that you probably talked about in your YouTube video. Now it's starting to sink right. in because it's like, okay, so I'm in this job. I got this prestigious degree in television mm-hmm. radio, but mm-hmm. I'm doing something completely different. Like, mm-hmm. why am I with Excel sheets? What's going on? Like, why am I not doing that? And right. I, it's still happening. I mean, I'm still there. And now that we are in such unpredictable times, right? as the type of people we are, I was very, you know, goal-oriented, thinking like, okay, my boss mm-hmm. was cool with it too. Even if he listens to this episode, he will be cool with it. We mm-hmm. already knew that like, okay, after a certain time period, we going to start looking, da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. But the world's on pause. So everything's yeah. on pause. 
everything and that's and that is okay like go up that um feeling guilty about these things because mm-hmm. i in the beginning i was like definitely like <sighs> like mm-hmm. but this is what i'm supposed to do you're like everything's messed up right but it just goes it just goes to show it doesn't it doesn't happen right as soon as you you don't have to get those feelings the day after you graduate a month after you graduate it could happen mm-hmm. two years after it you could graduate. happen literally two years after you graduate like mm-hmm. um, and I, now mm-hmm. i was gonna say i would definitely say the emotions come and go because because we're very ambitious and stuff yeah we're never gonna feel like it's I think we can be at our best and we'll never feel like it's enough. Uh, yeah. Um, I also yeah. suffer from imposter syndrome. So I believe that there's rooms I'm in that I'm not supposed to be in. Sometimes oh I gosh. never credit myself like of how far I've made it and stuff, which also is a whole nother thing. Uh-huh. But like, even what you're saying now, like you're now kind of feeling it. It could be, it's, it's sounding like that transition period of your discovery. You may know what you want to do, but you're also discovering new things. Yes. And that feeling to yes, want to act on it. It's like you mm-hmm. want to act on it. But number one, you can't because the world right now. And right. number two, it's also like, well, you know, you want to be able to leave professionally and you want to be yep. able to kind of almost pay your dues. Exactly. But that mean you settle. Which I know you right, right, and yeah. <laughs> that's another pay your dues versus feeling like you're settling. Mm-hmm. So, what do you feel like you wish you then learned or went back and did? I think for me, one thing I always want to say that I oh, in college, yes. both maybe that that oh, whole timeline from college to post grad. Mm-hmm. Because I think for me, what I wish I learned now that I'm realizing that I actually there is aspects of marketing and business ownership that I do enjoy, mm. hence yeah. colored lens, hence real, hence this podcast. Yeah. I kind of wish I went back and took a class for that. Like I kind of wish yeah. I didn't, I didn't stay so far away from the business school. Like I, <laughs> I found so many ways out, even of that one. How many credit requirement? I took something and I BS it as a business requirement. Like I got mm-hmm. myself out of it. And now looking back, I guess I kind of wished somebody taught me that maybe everybody should have a little business marketing one-on-one because mm-hmm. everything got to sell this pen that I'm showing y'all right now somebody yeah. got to sell this pen mm-hmm. you know so what about yeah. you what do you think you wish you learned maybe college or post-grad in college I guess I the feeling of being uncomfortable I feel like mm-hmm. it was a hard time for me to admit mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable whether it be because I was the only black person in a classroom mm-hmm. or in in the office um, I wish somebody told me it is okay to feel uncomfortable. It is okay to be doubtful. Um, wow. Also, I wish somebody told me to like loosen up. This may be a little bit like on education related, but I, no, I like that. No, I really like that. Loosen up because I feel like my head was always screwed on. Yeah. Right? And sometimes I would get caught up, you know, thinking too much about the future because me and you planned for post-grad but look right. at where we are now exactly Two different ball game. This, you know no. and it's not that our plan is now bad it's it just, just i don't think we you really cannot plan for the future i don't think anyone walked into 2020 
thinking Kobe Bryant was going to die and that there was going to be a virus because, you know, wow. I don't think, but- I don't, I don't, I don't think, mm-hmm. I wish somebody told me, be okay with being uncomfortable. Yes. Live in the present. Over plan. And don't yeah, live in the present. This podcast, and I'm still going to over plan because you me know, too. us, we both going to do it. I'm going to write but- my to do list. <laughs> But, like, I'm hoping your, your listeners, like, kind of know it is okay to be a little uncertain and uncomfortable. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. And even uncertain with what it is you want to do, too. I hate when people yeah. be like, oh, so what it is you want to do? It's okay yeah. to be 20-something years old and not be specific, like, not yeah. have that solid idea. Mm-hmm. And I love that, like, it's okay to be uncomfortable because that goes back into a whole, like, corporate and like being mm-hmm. a black girl in mm-hmm. corporate and girl girl yep. girl girl oh, we, can keep this, we can keep this part short because i think it's still needed as well what is what is it like being a woman of color in these type mm-hmm. of spaces i think yeah. i'll I can start off my rant for me i always mm-hmm. feel like i'm not a hundred percent who i am yep. and 100%. and i mean even okay. i don't know is code switching you just yeah. you you can't you just let me not say that you can't be who you 100% want to be I personally just don't feel like I am who I am when it comes to even little things as my lunches okay even my lunches do not look the same as I'm these people, as these people. like some days when you like want to have lunch together no because it, my lunch is gonna look as a whole dinner and you're gonna be confused yeah. but that is my lunch Honestly. yeah it's and, crazy y'all but this is the truth mm-hmm. simple things as your lunches like i feel like i'm never fully 100 percent me i would never forget this one meeting i was in and mm-hmm. my, my boss had invited me and i was like oh my god i'm literally the only black girl in this meeting okay. and i'm sitting between too white power powerful in terms of title male mm. right now and i just really need to make sure i don't mess up this presentation as well. yeah but it's like you you just you just so it's, sometimes it kind of sucks that you're always aware of it mm-hmm. that what part was, yeah what was that what was that sound effect did you hear that no i moved something do you think it i don't know Anyways, let's go back. Are you tweaking? <laughs> Maybe I am. But, like, I love that you brought that up. It's okay to be uncomfortable because mm-hmm. until things start to gradually change, and that could be a topic for everything that's going on in this world right now, mm-hmm. we kind of just, I don't want to say we got to live with it, but we kind of have to be, we have to know how to maneuver it, how exactly. to go about it. Yeah. Yes, I'm I the only black girl, but so what? You know, mm-hmm. that's not that's a part of me that just not does not make me. Right. And I think for um for instance, the perfect thing I can think of is when I was working at Luke's Lobster and then I transitioned into MTV. I was mm-hmm. working at both at a time. So it would be mm-hmm. like Monday to mm-hmm. Thursday or whatever, Monday to Friday, and then the weekends at Luke's Lobster. Mm-hmm. Um even just when you think of that experience about how Monday to Friday I was with, I mean, Monday to Friday I was with white people. Right. And then just how different I could be. On a weekend. We're talking a corporate office and a a shack. I get that there's a (laughs) That's true. That's true. It's just like a, it's like you're getting ready for your work day 
but your energy is very different. different. You don't. It doesn't matter if my hair is in a puff today. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Like little things. That was yummy for me in LA. Yummy. Oh my god. <laughs> good no, time oh my gosh no it's it's everything mm-hmm. when you guys it is 100% facts for those listening yeah. she's, um and even with just, like now it's like I do often let's take quarantine for example like right. my job we do trivia nights and stuff and I like I like my co-workers right but the humor it's is different. very different Mm-hmm. it's not saying oh our humor is better than theirs it's just different <laughs> that's all that's yeah. all it is and it's like remember these trivia nights are now happening after work hours you don't want to be the one person to not go because you want to be a team player. but they say it's not mandatory they do but is it but is it not mandatory? <laughs> right yep. and then you do go and because it's not work related there's this sense of uncomfortability and mm-hmm. that's been my experience with corporate. I, mm-hmm. my environment and economy, I'm so thankful for. They're supportive. Mm-hmm. They're that's liberal. Good. They're open-minded. Even good. not even just with race, with sexuality, that's gender good. expression, women's that's rights, good. all mm-hmm. of that type of stuff. But that doesn't defeat that I'm one of three black women on my team of forty. Not saying three is not enough either, because you know, in corporate, that's kind of a big deal. But it oh doesn't. Oh my God, you know, diversity and inclusion, we have the mm-hmm. numbers. Right. It doesn't <laughs> defeat the purpose that, like, it's a screen and there's not much people that look like me. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's difficult and it comes back to the whole me feeling imposter syndrome. Like, I don't belong here. Right. I, I'm not deserving. I'm, I'm here because, you know, it's, it's not mm-hmm. fair to do that to yourself, but as humans, in yeah. corporate, it, it's normal, I feel like. Yeah. So would you say is the corporate ladder for you? I mean, you are a part-time publicist. Whoa. Mm. Do you still want to climb? I feel like in grad- in graduation, oh my gosh, in college, mm-hmm. the only thing on my mind was a corporate ladder. Like the idea of freelancing or being my own boss didn't even exist. Yep. That's a part so of would you say, Yep. So would you say the corporate ladder is for you then? So I would say yes. And okay. I actually oh, had a okay. conversation two two month two like it's so, like when quarantine started. Basically, uh-huh, uh-huh. I did feel like, and I still do kind of feel like, I want to climb corporate uh-huh. ladder. I think this is the perfect example. Uh-huh. My old boss from the PR firm. She's also somebody I look up to. I don't say it out loud much, but she is also somebody I look yeah. up to. She worked at one of the biggest PR firms from intern to receptionist to coordinator to publicist to vp whatever i don't remember if she made it to svp i don't know when she left that pr firm Mm. to start her own because she had climbed the the rope so much and because she had put in the work she was able to leave with all her clients all Mm. her list b c whatever did list celebrities their loyalty was to her as somebody they had worked with for more than half their careers and her confidence and her knowledge of climbing that far up made it an easy I'm not saying it was easy I I never asked it (laughs) but you know she was Uh able to start a successful business within less than a year quit one year business the next year so to me 
when I think of like how I idolize her in that sense, I'm like, look at how much she's learned being exactly. from intern to receptionist to VP and yeah. everything in between. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of that corporate can um, teach me so that when I'm ready to do it on my own, Ooh. I'm doing it at the absolute best. Yes. Now on the oh, flip mm, side, mm, mm. I Keep could going. do it on my own, which right. I'm doing right now. Are. But I'm noticing a lot of, I have a lot of questions. I've seeked out right. somebody from the PR firm, an old publicist I used to work with, to ask him for help. He hopped on the yeah. phone. He gave me advice. Yeah, I seek out like women in PR groups or respect right. the publicist group to inquire about veterans who have been doing this for a year. I'm asking. I took a certificate class in fundamentals of re- media relations for free. You know, I'm trying to build my credentials. Right. But I know if I was in the environment for much longer it would be a little more of a breeze. So I would say, hmm, yeah, I did have this idea to climb the corporate for a while, but there's a possibility I could kind of do it on my own in like a year or two. But even if I end up doing that, it doesn't mean I'm not in corporate anymore. So it can go either way. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm still digesting everything. For me, oh my gosh. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) <laughs> I want to I want to point out what you were saying first before I get into me. For me, right? No, not for me. For you, it sounds almost like you see corporate ladder as a means of your everyday learning, of your everyday knowledge, so you can still yeah. eventually pursue your own thing. Yeah. But what if you had to pick? What if you this pen right now? You get to choose your path tomorrow. Is it corporate or is it your own boss? Okay. You see, let me tell you why that's interesting. If I can be corporate, if I can be a publicist in corporate, great. But right now I'm not, I'm, I'm not that. Uh-huh. So it's hard for me uh-huh. to do that. On mm-hmm. the other end, and this goes a little off topic, I am somebody who likes structure. Right. I'm not saying corporate comes with, look, they're laying off people left and right. I'm not necessarily right. saying corporate comes with structure, mm-hmm. but I know every mo- Friday morning I wake up and there's money in my account. That's I true. can budget accordingly. That's and you know, true. when you're start- when you're first starting off being your own boss, it's going to be difficult. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. always going to be difficult. Am sure. I willing to go through the one, two, three years of difficulty? Yeah, maybe. But then that's why I want to keep corporate behind me. Because right. that's why it's my, that's why I'm kind of doing both right now. Exactly. I'm figuring something and else out while making money. Money. Money's the biggest asset. That's so. really, I think that's. I don't, I, I don't want to be that person who's like money over happiness. Cause I think it's not money over happiness, money, but you got to survive. How are you going to eat? Yeah. You don't, unless maybe you have a trust fund sitting waiting for you. I don't How you know, gonna... I know right now. I do not. <laughs> like it's like i can't just stop and really do what it is i want to do because money hello mm-hmm. um so for me corp is corporate ladder for me i i mean it's a Wait, yes or one no. more question for clarification okay. okay are you talking corporate like corporate like the jobs we work or can corporate be like a smaller production firm Ooh. or a smaller production company or a smaller firm it, oh, or do you put corporate into those? I was, ooh, I mean, I was looking corporate as a bigger company, but I think let's go with both. Yeah, it could still be a smaller production because it's still corporate. It's not you 
being your own boss. You're still working for somebody. Um, because for me, but I kind of so- saw corporate as. I don't know. How do you want to answer? Oh my gosh, Onika, I don't know. You know. I know. I didn't mean to make it complicated, but I think what me and you are doing right now is very corporate. Yes. I think like what we would do at like a smaller production company or a smaller firm doesn't give me as corporate vibes. And I'm okay with both. And I feel like if I was at a smaller company, right. um, my my answer might be a little different because I seen how it worked at the PR firm and how it almost felt like if I continued on, I could eventually kind of be my own boss. Yeah. So corporate, it when I think corporate, I do think more, you have to really climb the ring. Right, right, because we and were thinking we, corporate ladder was a key word. We're using ladder, right. like you got to climb, climb, climb. And, and I think we're agreeing. Yeah. You can kind of maneuver it quicker. Yeah. So going off of that, I don't think I necessarily have to climb anymore. I think right. my mind pre in college area was very like, I'm going to do this. Okay. So I got to do that role in order to become that role in order to become that role. And when I reached mm-hmm. that role, I've made it. Now I'm starting to look at the role that I thought I was making it. And it's not my, it's not my definition of success because it came with, for me personally, I was looking at the salaries and I'm like, that, that I want, I want to do a little more. Cause that's just mm-hmm. me. That's just mm-hmm. me. But I'm realizing that a corporate ladder is a yes or no situation. I don't mind going up my corporate ladder, but I feel like the corporate experience for a black girl in media is it's just so happening. different and it's just so hard. And yeah. this is not me giving like a, a give. I'm not giving oh, up type God, of speech. I feel like I'm giving I'm, up. I'm not doing it right. I'm not. I don't want to feel like okay. But didn't you just tell us? I'm not saying to give up, but is what you really wanna is what you really want. Because if you want to go up that ladder, baby girl or baby boy, mm-hmm. it's definitely ten times harder. But everything we do might feel ten times harder sometimes. Yeah, true. So, I mean, to Arya's point for sure. Yeah. Um. It's it would a hundred percent be harder. And are you willing to stick around for it? That's the ultimate question. Yep. So yes. although it might be my kind of goal right now, yeah, it would be great to reach this mm-hmm. old ladder. I might realize I'm good at doing this on my own. Exactly. Corporate, who cares? Yep. You know exactly. what I mean? And corporate so, has benefits like insurance. Yeah, honestly. So I don't know. Is is yes or no? For me, I love I enjoy corporate. I'm gonna keep going corporate. I'm gonna work as hard as I can corporate, but I don't wanna always feel that feeling that I kind of feel on my shoulders. Yeah, it's very boxy. Like, you very know, boxy. I, it, so, and I think that's why Onika and myself is very similar that we have our own things going on on the side because mm-hmm. we want to put our full passion into use and call it our own, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I want to, I call myself, oh, I want to be a future content producer. Okay, Aria, then create your own content. I'm not going to sit around waiting for corporate to call me, like, to make some nope. content. You want to nope. just get it started. So yeah, it's it's a yes and no. You have to ask yourself. So if you're like, okay, what are we trying to tell them? You have to ask yourself if it's for you. Right. It's not about this person did it, so I'm gonna do it. And there's no right or wrong answer. Like as I said, once again, our millennial generation. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are not going corporate. They want to be their own bosses. Maybe that'll make more room for me. (laughs) Now let me stop. (laughs) Um, But you know. As I said, within two years, I might really finesse this whole PR thing. 
Right. And I might really realize I can do it and I never needed a firm or corporate, mm -hmm. you know, I think if we do get into a firm, that's okay. Yeah. Because I got to pay bills and I got to make money. And sometimes in a world like PR, your clients aren't always on is what they Mm -hmm. call it. So Mm -hmm. you might have three clients and they might all be on um, January through March, but then you might Mm -hmm. have a drive spell. Is your income enough? to you know carry over and that's yeah. where having another job in yeah. a corporate environment just helps. still helps you over yeah or in any environment like that i mean you could always cater and stuff too you talked like, a little bit to- right mm-hmm. i want to i want to start wrapping us up and yeah. just share a little bit about advice but you yeah. had talked a little bit about your freelance you freelance a little bit how was how was that experience because freelancing is could be very similar as feeling like you are your own boss and sometimes I feel like yeah it's meant for freelancing but I also feel like but I'm like oh but I gotta make sure I have money for rent so how can I what talk about your experience a little bit during that time my experience and I actually would ask people their advice because when Mm -hmm. I quit I did have the first thing I did was put a whole bunch of money in savings I was like yo if my life goes down right as if my life just goes downhill at least I know I have a little bit of cushion Right. Um, by doing the freelance, I started meeting different people. And what they would essentially tell me is like, the more people you meet, the better. Because for instance, we did this event at the end of June last year, Production Glue. It's um we uh, Bloomberg, the company. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They host like this annual picnic for their employees. That makes me want to work at Bloomberg enough, that picnic. But it's so big that they hire outside production company to staff um where am i going with this is that basically that freelancers there would tell me there's events that you know happen every year forget 2020 Mm -hmm. happened prior to Mm -hmm. 2020 there's Mm -hmm. events that you know happen every year there's um that event there's the bt awards there's fashion week there's this once you're in you know okay come february it's fashion week come Mm -hmm. january there's this you know when these events are coming and usually these freelance gigs do compensate you decently, I would feel like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, okay, I have two gigs in January. I'm budgeting around that. You start right. to develop, like, you know, like every month what you could expect to make and that's how you can survive. My okay. experience was pretty good, I would say, just okay. to kind of conclude. It was a little, it got dry at one point, but then an Ithaca alum came to the rescue. I was able to get like two more weeks. Yep. Um, but you know, I started meeting people and even right. the girl who I met at the production glue is the one who referred me to the girl at Ithaca, who I happened to just look up and be like, oh, she went to Ithaca. Perfect. She didn't even, she barely looked at my resume. She's like, oh, great. Ithaca, great. Can you start tomorrow? <laughs> look at that. You see how so, things work? Connection. It's a good thing because you can definitely focus on yourself when you freelance, okay. but you have to be a networker, I feel yeah. like, to freelance. You're not going to just go online and find just things. Like, you have mm-hmm. to talk to people right. when it comes to freelancing. So it's a route I would encourage people if they're feeling up to it, you know, yeah, do it, but recognize that, especially in right. the times we're in now, our industry is right. not going to be the same for a while. And That's events and stuff crazy. is not going to really, like, if you're a freelancer right now, it's I know it's hard. Yes. Because I was there last year, much less to now with events canceling. 
So it's right. just knowing all those extra factors, like events cancel, things yeah. get postponed, stuff like that. Because that's your money you're messing with right. at the end yeah. of the day. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And going off giving such amazing advice, what what advice <laughs> Give, okay, so we have all, I had a feedback out there, and I, I know that I, ha- I have all different ages and groups listening. So what advice mm-hmm. would you give to someone who is, okay, we go and start from starting college, they're mm-hmm. in college, they graduated mm-hmm. college, and then they're grown as hell, but they're just trying to break, mm-hmm. they, they want to do something in media and entertainment. What advice would you give? All right, so from high, going into college, I mm-hmm. say... Um, definitely try to find a school that has some anything you think you're interested in make sure the school has that Um, so if you're like oh I think I want to be a producer but I also might want to be a criminologist I would say <laughs> um, you know make sure there's a lot of different options for you that goes into what I say when you are in college uh-huh. if you find that you're not liking what you want to do it's not that deep in my opinion, you can figure it out, graduate and figure it out. If you can squeeze a course in the last semester, then do that. But if I didn't have not one PR class leaving college, I figured it out. Um, And then post-grad, I would say just keep talking to people, keep networking, keep Mm -hmm. using um, innovative ways to connect, hop Mm -hmm. on seminars, reach out on LinkedIn, you know, the industry is really all about who you know, as cliche as it is. So you right. don't want to make yourself end up in a spot where you want to do this, but you don't even have anywhere to turn to. Start right. building those relationships now. And I think it comes around. It's not always easy, but things eventually fall into place. And that's not what people want to hear when they're in the situation of feeling like yeah. a failure. But yeah. it definitely comes around. So I would say... You know, it's okay to not know from the beginning, just like how I went from a reporter to a documentary filmmaker <laughs> to, doing, to doing PR. Oh, I went from a film producer to, oh, hell no, ain't no film. <laughs> I like digital content. I love documentary. And yeah, <laughs> now I'm working in digital content. You know right. What I mean? Isn't that crazy? So it's, like, it's crazy. So I would say just go with the flow, but with a plan. Be yeah. strategic the best way you can. Mm-hmm. No, things are going to be uncomfortable, uncertain, but yeah, just timeliness so you have four years in college finish in four years if you can don't go switching your major and doing things figure it out after even if that means going back to grad school you know just Mm -hmm. there's ways to figure things out just use the internet use the resources around you and I think I think we'll all be fine I think so too I think well you you gave them great advice I don't even need to repeat anything anything I agree 100% and I wrote it down I took notes so you might want to take notes that just understanding that it's okay to be uncomfortable and uncertain that's Mm -hmm. a part of that's a part of being human Mm -hmm. okay as long as you Mm -hmm. are happy with what you accomplished today and uh, accomplished don't mean like oh my god I wrote this 10 page paper on the script if you finally took the time to I don't know. It could be personal. Take care of your skin. You are you got accomplished something. If you took mm-hmm. the time to post on your business's social media account, right. you did something today. You know, yep. take it take it one step at a time, and keep going for what you want to do. You know, don't let nobody tell you wrong. But I know we gotta pay the bills. We gotta pay the bills. 
but do what makes you happy when you're paying those bills, okay? Yeah. And even and if the what's paying your bills is not making you happy, find try to find something. Yes, and something else. And even if it's not yeah. a side business, it could be a hobby. It could be an interest, yeah. like something cooking, you do on a weekend. You ever want to clean cuisine for me? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm kind of dragging it. <laughs> oh my gosh. And since you gave such amazing advice, let them know where they can find you to keep up because that is what you do. Yeah. So my Instagram is onika.richards. You see my YouTube is a little, I don't really know what you'll find when you search it, but you can try Onika. Try oh, looking at me like I'm crazy. I'll tell you, no, let me tell you what you can find because I found her. Your full name, just search Onika Richards and then really? your YouTube comes up as Onika. Yeah. Oh, you, I didn't you, even you, know it was that easy. Everything. I went on it because I just went, at first I went through the links and then I did it as a search and I was like, girl, mm, look at you. <laughs> so go check it out. Yeah, just search Onika yeah. Richards and find Onika it. Onika Richards, Onika, either or. And then, yeah. Okay, Hopefully, cool. Because, you know, Aria has built a great platform here with Color Lens. I Ooh. legitimately was at my job recommending people of yes. color. Yes. Um, so if you guys think you're interested well you're obviously interested if you listen to her <laughs> and you've um, got this far <laughs> right you got this far definitely check out um my youtube i'm i hate to be the oh i'm not i don't really post that much but i think okay. when i do post it's usually it's a, good content yeah. i would say i do put thought right you're into right. what i'm saying at least the video she might knows. be a little whatever but it'll be fine I put, I put substance so yeah. i hope everyone definitely got um knowledge from this yeah and no but all jokes aside if you did enjoy this episode i would subscribe to onika's youtube channel like she says she don't post as often but at least if you subscribe you'll know when she do post so Mm -hmm. and look out for this exactly exactly um any last words as we wrap it up it is a friday evening what you about to do oh it's quarantine (laughs) same thing same thing different day my bad (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got actually have a lot of thoughts I got to break through after this, but um, just stay safe out there, everyone. Stay motivated. You know, it's looking like things are starting to come around, and I'm gonna put that in quote because you still yeah. gotta be careful, be very safe, but you know, find joy yep. in the sun shining. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, it is sunny today. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not listening on the day that we're recording, but you know, it's yeah. getting warm. All right. Well, mm-hmm. thank uh, thank you guys. Peace out. Peace. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Colored Lens, a space where being colorblind is simply not an option. Please subscribe so you never miss the show. And while you're at it, leave a good old five star review. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend so they can hear this story, too. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Colored Lens Pod, where we always keep the conversation going. You can also check out more at www.colored-lens.com. Don't forget that dash. Until next time, y'all. Bye.